Hey guys, it's Jeff Wheelhouse here with Locked on Astros with a special edition to talk trade scenarios. We are bringing in Josh Neighbors from Locked on Nationals to talk about this Josh Bell trade. Is he going to come to Houston? Are they going to bring him and another player? What's it going to take? We're going to try to break this down. It's all speculation, but it's fun. The stove is getting hot. So without further ado, let's talk about who will be the next Houston Astro from the Washington Nationals. Welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H Town Wheelhouse Chancy. We are Locked On Houston Astros. We're your daily Astros podcast. I'm H Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter at H Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Instagram at H Town Wheelhouse. But enough about me. I want to bring in my guest. He decided to he came in last minute. I swooped in. I said, "Got it. I got to have you on." Josh is the man out there. He does a great job covering Locked On Nationals. Josh Neighbors, welcome into the show. Tell the people where they can find you. You guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore, and you guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. Awesome. Thank you for coming in. I know and the reason why I reached out to you and you and I were talking right before we put, you know, hit the record button was this, this Josh Bell talk is actually taking shape pretty quickly. It seems like now it's all speculation on all part. And so let me just make this disclaimer. We're not airing this show to say this is what the deal is absolutely going to be. But I brought Josh in because he's the Nationals expert for their team. And we know that Katie Nolan watches Locked On Nationals like she watches Locked On Astros before they air the big Apple TV game. So who better to go to than Josh Neighbors? So um, there's there's a lot of speculation. There are a lot of guys from our side that have been named Solomon, Santos, Ivy, Perez, Siri. Some people have included um, uh, Seth Martinez. I've even seen out there. I mean, you know, a very good relief pitcher who just really kind of had one of his worst outings that I've seen him have in in basically at all this year. And there are so many different things going on. And you and I talked about, and we'll get into this in a second, um, how it may not be just Josh Bell, but someone else attached to Josh Bell to maybe incentivize a team to take him on because he does have a $10 million contract that's remaining so he is a free agent at the end of the year. Um, right now, tell the Astros fans what the what the Nationals are looking to get in return. And let's just go with Josh Bell right now, and then we'll we'll add the other name here in a little bit. Yeah, I mean they're they're looking for basically everything. I, I think the consensus for a lot of people is pitching. Uh, that's what, that's what people start with, just because look at the Nationals pitching. It's it's really patchwork right now. Um, you're talking about, you know, uh, Josiah Gray. They got in the Dodgers, in the Dodgers last year. Patrick Corbin. It's not been very good, obviously. Um, they've got Paul Espino and Anibal Sanchez and Eric Fetty. So, you know, and, and there's a couple guys coming down the line, but they really need to build up that starting pitching. So that's kind of the first place that you begin to think, hey, the Nationals will look there. And then, I mean, really, any, you know, this is a team that, you know, we're not sure how much longer. Uh, Juan Soto is going to be part of the team. You know, it might be uh, a week. It might be less. It might be uh, 15 years, right? We don't really know. So, obviously, outfield could be something they're looking for. Victor Robles hasn't been spectacular. I know Astros fans remember him. They, you know, He's pretty good, you know, that, that one season they won the title, but really hasn't been that good ever since. And so that's a spot of concern in left field. 
It's a variety of people out there. You get Yadiel Hernandez, you get Lane Thomas. So, you know, they, they need outfield help. And then in the infield, Josh Bell might be gone. Uh, at third base, it's Michael Franco. At shortstop, Cesar Hernandez. And then also second base, a prospect, Luis Garcia. It's like, there's really not a whole lot in this team that's kind of figured out for the future. So there's plenty of spots open. They're just looking kind of for, you know, this is like NFL. You're drafting for best available kind of a type deal. So they're going to look to see how many suitors there are. I know that the Mets kind of dropped out of the race after, you know, Vogelbach. It really didn't make a whole lot of sense for them to get another guy like Josh Bell. They need more help in the outfield. So the Astros are now emerged as kind of the prime candidate. Now other teams could use him for sure, but the Astros are the prime candidate right now. And so we'll see if they can put a package together that makes the Nationals say thumbs up or, you know, will the Nationals, you know, start shopping around and maybe pit teams against each other? I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think the Astros kind of – they have the inside track as it stands right now. Right. And I'm just sitting here looking through um, just kind of some evidence, you know, online gives me, you know, Ken Rosenthal saying, you know, he had mentioned the whole Mets thing, you know, how they're out. I think someone else had mentioned the Mets were out earlier as well. And it looks like the Nationals um, want to want to get rid of him, but – they want something decent in return. Um, yeah. When you and I were looking at a lot of our minor leaguers, even though Houston does not have um, the top minor league positions or the top minor league ranking right now, they're like at the bottom. They still have pieces. Like, let's talk about Pete Solomon. Pete Solomon would really be a major league ready type pitcher who would probably almost certainly get a call up very soon after being traded, if he was traded. He's got the experience at the big league level. He's been up and down. Um, he has had some issues with giving up um, multiple runs, multiple hits in games, but the potential is there. The spin rate, the velocity, and all that stuff. Um, is someone like a Pete Santos, a, I'm, I'm sorry, Pete Solomon, um, you know, Logan Kearney type of package seem appealing to the Nationals? And let me just give you one. I've got I've got Perez and Solomon at a grade of six, and that's over what Bell is at a 5.3. Now, we're using trade values as our baseline. It's not foolproof. It's kind of like a poll, like plus or minus a few points here or there. Um, a Perez and Solomon might be an overpay with the 5.3. Who else could the Nationals throw in that would make that a closer, fairer trade for the Astros? Yeah, you know, matching these values is, is, is always difficult, right? I mean, this is why you see so many people trying to chuck Patrick Corbin into a one Soto trade to make the values work. It's just really difficult to do. Um, it might not make, you know, it might not make sense to do things like that. So, yeah, you know, I, I would say um, I, the talk that I think contending teams always need to seem, seem to be a couple things, right? That and a reliever is normally the two things that they seek. And so I think the Nationals – have a good opportunity to probably pair those two things together. And when I look at guys on the Nationals that could go, there's there's three relievers right now that really are top candidates for this. Steve Ciszek, the veteran. Uh, also Kyle Finnegan, who's, who's younger and still got team control left. And then Carl Edwards Jr., who is on a one-year deal, but also got a minor league deal. It kind of will kick in next year, but it'll be really cheap. So uh, he actually, you know, you might get him for another, another year is the way I understand it. But that was a guy that nobody else wanted. Carl Edwards Jr. and the Nationals took a chance on him, and it's really paid off for him this season. Had a couple outings, yeah, where things didn't go well, but he always responds if he has a bad outing with like six or seven 
or eight clean innings after that. So he's a, he's a, you know, a guy that some of you all might remember from the Cubs world championship team. It's a guy who's been pitching the big league since 2015, uh, two nine five ERA and 36 and two thirds innings work this year, 36 K's uh, on the year. And, you know, a lot of his pitches have been uh, well above average fastballs been looking really strong this year. Curveball has been looking really good as well. So that those two he has used to great effect and probably a guy who could be a sixth, seventh or eighth inning guy for you. Uh, a nice bridge guy can give you two innings if you need it. And the Nationals have called upon him a lot um, and he's done really well. So I think he's a guy out there. Kyle Finnegan is another hard throwing guy. Had a little bit of ups and downs. But this is a guy who's got a real good sinker um, that he will challenge people with and team control to go along with it too. Uh, just, I think he's 30, 31, 32 years old. I believe Kyle Finnegan is at this point. So I think that one of those two guys will get paired with it. And really, if you get two guys like that, you know, uh, like you mentioned, the Astros farm system is not like one of the top farm systems. So you'd be willing to part with a couple guys like that, especially if it's a Finnegan, because here's the thing, you get to hold on to him for a while. And also a Josh Bell, the opportunity to resign him, and he's not going to be crazy expensive. It's not a guy you have to break the bank for Josh Bell. He might get a decent contract. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's going to be 30, 29 right now. So he'll be 30 at the end of the year. And he plays first base. He can also DH, and he's been killing both righties and lefties this year. So, you know, with that flexibility, you know, it's not like a guy's a plus-plus defensive player either. That's something that I think for the Astros you might want to invest in. Um, and I think that the opportunity to re-sign him is going to be there. And I think a team like the Astros, because you could use a guy like that. You can tell me if I'm wrong. But I, I no, think yeah. maybe a guy like that, one of those those guys. I think Carl Edwards is probably the guy who most likely gets dealt first. Yeah, and so, you know, I I like that possibility, but I think right now with the Astros really lacking a, a like too many left-handed arms. Now in the American League, when we talk about needing a left-handed reliever, we really don't nece- we don't necessarily need it for the AL because there's not a ton of AL teams that 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 really stack a ton of left-handers against you. I know the Yankees have a few, but I think it's more a National League problem when you get to the World Series if mm. you have a lot of left-handed bats. I think the Mets have a lot of left-handed bats. I'm not sure off the top of my head, and so that's where yeah, they, they can't hit. They, they really, they really struggle to hit lefties. So, uh, so they, they they can stack lefties back to back to back sometimes. On you. Yeah, and so and so that so that right there, maybe the only I think reserve that that holds off in in someone's mind on that. And you know, if we're if we're talking about betting, and you know, I I would just say this: if people want to go to BetOnline.net, is where you can get all your sports action. It's where you can get. Um, I mean, you can look at trade scenarios. You can look at who's going to make bet the on one Soto's next team. Exactly. You can bet on what uniform one Soto is going to wear. Is he going to be a Dodger? Is he going to be a Yankee? Is he, you know, he's not going to be an Astro. We know that. Um, I don't know. I mean, are the, are the angels going to sign another great player and like ruin their career? I hope not because Otani needs to get out of LA as soon as possible. And he can come to Houston if he wants. We definitely welcome him with open arms. I'm sure you guys would as well. But at the same time, betonline.net has you covered for everything. So go there, check it out. They have the sports scores, the latest lines, everything you want to need. Just know that betonline.net is where the game starts. So there are a couple names. Colin Barber, who is a highly sought-after outfielder. I don't like talking about that name being traded, but maybe the Nationals drive up the price a little bit. Maybe there is another team. Now, if there are a ton of if there are a ton of teams out there looking, but the Astros are the only true suitors, I think that works in the Astros' favor. Mm-hmm. Um, Forrest Whitley. Forrest Whitley has a value of two. 
Now, he just came off the mound in a game I went to recently because of shoulder inflammation. They say it's natural. It's a natural thing to happen after you basically um, after you go through Tommy John surgery. So my question to you is this. Um, what do you think the possibility of them taking on someone like a Forrest Whitley who has had high upside but just has not really broken through? Uh, I would I would say it's probably lower just because you have to under I mean you have to understand what the Nationals are dealing with right now in the pitching department of injuries is I mean it's pretty substantial you know when when you talk about a guy like a Steven Strasburg you know you gave up the you gave up the house for him and it just really he, he's you know concerns about whether he'll actually pitch again are there um, you know you've had a guy like Joe Ross who they really did need and you're wondering you know when, uh, if, if they'll ever have him come back will they see him again so. I think they are going to be more apt to go, and they've had a ton of guys in their minor league system to go through surgeries. So I think they're going to want somebody with a clean bill of health. Um, not saying they won't take any risks here. I mean, they obviously take him, but I think they're looking for more guys that they know they can, you know, they they can hope will be part of the, of the system moving forward. Um, so you know, I, I know that they need to they need to have to take some, some swings and misses, and, and they will at some point in time, but. They, in the pitching department, they just need reliable arms. They just need okay. reliable arms at this point to, to fill up spots because, I mean, I'm not sure how many more years you can keep bringing back John Lester to Anibal Sanchez's to, to come <laughs> fill your rotation. Uh, you know, if you're trying to build something, try to build it with some younger arms maybe, some guys with some cleaner bills of health. Exactly. And I and I just mentioned that because I, I had seen that someone had actually like suggested that name. And so I wanted yeah. to get kind of no, it's, kind of it's totally fair. It's totally that. fair. I, I'm just, you know, I think I think after getting burned with, with what they have, especially with the injury now to Strasburg, they really have to focus and as many guys as they have out now too, both in bullpen and starting, they just they want a gun for guys who have who have, you know, good history health wise. Now, how about this? JJ Medicevic. Um, Perez and then Solomon all for Bell, and that gets you at that actually gets you at eight ten. Now, um, there is a lot more overvalue on that, and this is a deal where you could throw in a relief pitcher like an Edwards. Now, are the other two names that you mentioned? Now, I know we had C Shack for like a hot minute, and he bolted, uh, I believe, and like in spring training. Are either one of those guys left-handers? No, no. The, okay. the, the one thing the Nationals actually don't have a surplus is left-handers. They, they don't have okay. left. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is why they're also, you know, they're also sought after, right? Uh, right. People want left-handed relief pitching, and the Nationals, you know, quite frankly, don't have any uh, any of it that's super valuable right now. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that would be more of like kind of like a throw-in, right? Um, right. Because you're not just randomly cherry picking some like random guy off the off the AAA team. No. But a JJ Medicevic, who is major league ready, who is in the major leagues, and then your Pete Solomon. I mean, you could almost get away with maybe JJ Medicevic, Solomon, and maybe a Tyler Ivy who doesn't have much value. You you could throw in two pitchers, and that gets you closer to the five point three for Josh Bell. Um, yeah, you know. especially when you, you give him a couple pitchers and you throw in a lot, you know, a guy who's a lottery type guy. You know, it's. It's a couple guys around the top 10 in the system. You throw a guy at the back end who's more of a lottery type, you know, the uh, lottery ticket type player. I think the Nationals would definitely be open to that. So if I were to give, if you were to give me a percentage, like what, what percent chance do you think 
it is that Houston lands Josh Bell. Is it is it more than a 50% chance? Is it like closer to 100 right now at this point? Um, what would be your best guess? If I had to, I mean, yeah, it was like a 95% chance he gets traded, I think. You know, I always leave like to leave a little bit of possibility, right? Anything can happen. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, and the Astros seem to be the team that's making making that push. And so, it, you know, if they show the desire to want him, I mean, I think other teams, you know, we have a week left, right? So other teams are right. making the calls. Maybe they're just waiting to see, a, a, you know, uh, what's going to happen here. But yeah, I, I think the Astros have the inside track now. So, you know, I mean, I guess you put it at 50 50, right? I mean, it's, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to kind of handicap these things, but I think the Astros no, have is. the inside track. I think they have the inside track. You know, and I know the I know the first thing that people think about when we talk about trading, I don't know if you heard years ago, this is kind of a fun conversation I always have, is how close were the Astros to actually signing Bryce Harper to prime mm-hmm. Bryce Harper out of out of Washington versus when he went to, you know, you know, Philadelphia. And from what I hear, the Nationals asking price was like like it was like insurmountable and the and the Astros kind of backed out. Do you like how how legitimate were those talks? Are you are you aware of like how close it actually was because from what I'm hearing it was pretty close. And then I believe the owner blocked it. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember with that situation, I remember how long it dragged out. I think that's the one thing that we all remembered. And to me, I thought it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to go to the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I thought that was a destination. I thought we were all just waiting. I I thought we all waited too long to be quite frank uh, for that to end end up actually happening. But yeah, I mean, I, I, all, you know, from what I remember, God, it feels like it was forever ago. Right. And it really wasn't. Um, to me, it was the Phillies from pillar to post. It was, it was, it just felt like that was going to be where he ended up. Um, although I, you know, I remember hearing some, some Astros, you know, there was some noise there, but I, I, I think as the gap widened, people were like, why isn't this thing done yet for Philadelphia? Why isn't it done yet? And it eventually got done. Exactly. You know, and here's the thing, if you're waiting for that special moment and if, you know, Jim Crane wants to, wants to treat Josh Bell with something special, maybe he can go to BlueNile.com and maybe he can, and we're not looking for him to get engaged or anything. We're not, we're not looking to fall in love with Josh Bell. We're just maybe, maybe get him like a nice, like maybe a nice bracelet bracelet or maybe, yeah, maybe a tennis bracelet or even a necklace he can wear like in the world series when the Astros are there, you know, I mean, kind of like Jock Peterson's rock of the pearl necklace. Maybe, maybe we get Josh Bell something special, but here's the thing in all seriousness, if you have that special moment that's coming up, if, if you're about to get engaged and you're like, you know what? I don't want to screw this up. Like I've planned out the proposal. I've, I've done all this stuff. I've got everybody coming. Everybody's there. She doesn't know what's going on but you don't have the perfect piece yet, or you're, you're in that process. You need to go to blue Nile.com. They have bench jewelers that are available 24 seven experts that will help you decide on the shape, the size, the clarity, and even the setting style. Um, they create each ring that is one of a kind. Truly. They've been around since 1999. They've been doing things. They know how to do it right. 24 seven legendary service, 30 days return, 30 day returns. Um, the blue Nile diamond, price guarantee where they compare to other competitors. Um, basically, in most cases, they can meet or beat their price. So this is what I want you to do. Go to BlueNile.com today and check out their anniversary sale. You can get up to 40% on forty percent savings on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. So to wrap up this conversation, um, I, I really think Josh Bell to the Astros gets done. 
Um, I, it's it's just the pieces in play. Is it a Solomon and Perez? Is it a is it a Kearney and Perez and Tyler Ivy? You know, there there are all kinds of scenarios out there. Um, do you think that? Do you think Astros fans should be creating scenarios where they're overpaying a little bit, or do you think the Nationals get kind of a discount because it is, for for all intents and purposes, a rental, and the negotiations with the next team is kind of out of the Nationals' hands? Yeah, I would say this. Like I've I've always credited the Astros; they've done a great job of I'll call it window management. Um, like they've done an excellent job of managing the championship window, right? And a lot of that is because of how they brought they've brought guys along and where they found guys. Like you mentioned, that the prospect side of that is now running a little dry, right? We're starting, you know, you, you can only have so many good guys down for down there for so long. So now is kind of a time, you know, to maybe empty the tank for guys to make the most out of this window, right? I mean, this this is where you wanna you wanna kind of empty the clip. And if you got guys down there that can help you get a Josh Bell. And a Kyle Finnegan, and actually, you know, maybe help you get a job. I mean, I think Josh Bell would actually be a worthwhile investment for them for maybe two or three more years. Um, you know, maybe give them give them the extension. I th- I think that's worth it. Also, I want to mention this too. Um, the fans are going to love Josh Bell. Like he is a beloved teammate. People absolutely people in the community absolutely love this guy. He is a team first guy. You, you, you never really hear stories about him. Uh, anything happening, you know, behind the scenes. Like it's right. just. Like it's all positive. You know, he has the he has a book club in every single city that he goes to that he starts wow. and does do with the That's kids. Cool. Like you'll you'll love this guy. He's he's fantastic. So I want to throw that in there too. But yeah, I mean, I think this is the time where you you know you empty the clip to get players like this and and the Astros man. I was actually talking to um, Kevin Ashenfelder, and you guys are all familiar with those TV. Yeah, talking to him from other podcasts about the Houston Cougars, and uh, you know we mentioned the Astros, and I said, man, they look good. And he's like, yeah, this this he's like this this group has it. This group's got it, and I, I think. Bringing in Josh Bell just would make it even stronger. So I think, yeah, this you should overpay, you know, because this team's got a chance, man. This team's got a real good chance. So, do you think getting him to sign an extension? Do you think he would want at least a three-year deal? Yeah, I'd say it's, it's going to be three years, and maybe you pay him, you know, you pay him a decent chunk of change, but like it, it's not something you're too worried about because you think it like him. right, right. Do you think because I'm thinking because I was thinking two years, twelve million each. And then like a third year team option, like, you know, incentives or third year player option, or even, I mean, if you pay, cause right now he's getting paid 10. If you can pay him between 12 and I wouldn't pay much more than 14, but he seems like a guy that would take that. He's actually originally from Texas. I believe he's from the yes. Dallas area. And um, I believe he went to the university of Texas. Um, someone said he's a longhorn. I think um, I may be getting that wrong. Uh, you, we may want to check that before we get off. So I don't get like, but that to me, like three years, you know, um, I don't know, three years, twelve million dollars each year. That would be a that would be a decent salary. Maybe add some bonuses in there, you know, some 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 incentives. He was supposed to go but, to Texas. He was supposed to go to Texas oh, and, and got drafted. So he, oh okay, okay. I believe he signed a letter of intent to go to Texas. So you know, there, okay, there you go. Okay, there you go. Kind of a Longhorn, yeah. I, kind I of a Longhorn. I do think it's going to end up being. I think it's going to end up being in the fifteen to eighteen range. Okay, probably. okay. So I'm so I'm kind of under. Yeah, under I, that think little, I think it's okay. because he's thirty, and I mean he's just having a career season. Here's the thing: like besides twenty twenty, 
he's been really, really strong. You go back and look since June last year, he's been on a, he's been on a freaking tear. And now basically it's been a full, okay. you, know, you get over 162 of him playing like this. So you have him on kind of like a contract, what you gave Michael Brantley, you know, 15, yes. 16 million, yes. Well, yes. you know, but he's also younger, you know, and, gosh, and, he's gonna play, and he can hit every day because he could you know, yeah. he's not a guy you get to platoon at all. Like he's had years True. where he's not had well, but he's hitting 290 plus against lefties and over 300 against righties. So, so you know, let me, let me let me ask one more thing before I let you go. Because if he comes here, I don't see Yuli going anywhere. Yuli will finish at least out this season. What would, do you think Josh Bell – is Josh Bell the type player that if they said, okay, you and Yuli are going to share, but it's going to be 70-30 you. Is Josh Bell the type player that says, you know what, I just want to help the team any way possible? Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's fine with that, especially if you get him the extension, right? I mean, he's, you know, he'll, he'll get that. And I, I – I think for him, he kind of shared it a little bit with Zimmerman last year. Like there was, there was, right. he shared that a little bit with Zimmerman just because, you know, actually last year, Josh Bell was not as good as hitting lefties last season. And Zimmerman was notorious for absolutely killing left handed pitching. So I think, yeah, I, I think, you know, but here's the thing you might promise, you might say it's 70 30, and we thought it might be 80 20, and they were going to teach another kid, Riley Adams, to play first. He might just play so well you you can't go 70-30, right? And because he is a very good defensive first baseman for Yeah, he's above average, right? He's above average first okay. baseman defensively, I believe. Although like he does make some errors and they look glaring because he's a little bit clunky sometimes moving around, but he's actually like I believe above average this year on defense at first base. So okay. I, I think I think that's the thing is like you know, you always go into the year having ideas of how it might go. And if Josh Bell is Josh Bell, like he, like he was this year, that 70-30 split might not actually come true. And that's fine because you got the better guy playing there. Good deal. I, I love to hear that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the chips are going to fall where they may. I, I think they get this deal done. Josh, thank you so much for joining me on this yeah. just impromptu. I literally sent you a message and within yeah, 15 sure. minutes we're recording. And like the first half of the show, I didn't even have my mic plugged in. So <laughs> I hope the audio was okay on this one. But um, it's an exciting time. The 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 hot stove is heating up. So stay tuned in to Locked on Nationals. Make sure you make us your first listen. Hey, if you're in the Nationals market, make them your first listen. And you know what? Make us your second listen. If you love Josh Bell and it becomes an Astro, we'll love talking about him and you'll love hearing about him. And I'm sure Josh Neighbors will love to reminisce. Oh, that guy, he was so good. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, Josh, thank you so much for joining me. For myself, for Eric Man Heisman, who's actually on the course right now. I'm kind of jealous. He's out on the course <laughs> hitting some golf balls up in the Midwest while I'm here grinding, but it's all good. We do this as a team. Um, keep doing your thing over there with Locked on Nationals. And, man, what an exciting time. I mean, Juan Soto, who knows what kind of bounty he's going to bring, right? Um, so remember we're crazy, your team. Yeah. It has been. But remember you're, we're your team every day. And like always, we're always positive, always Stros. Bury me in the H.